You are listening to an audio sermon from Harvest Bible Chapel, York Region. For more information, visit harvestyorkregion.ca. And then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. And Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I'm bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold the man. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me. Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? And Jesus answered him, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, if you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at the place called the Stone Pavement in an Aramaic Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. And he said to the Jews, behold your king. And they cried out, away with him, away with him, crucify him. And Pilate said to them, shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, we have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them in four parts. One part for each soldier also was tunic, but the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says they divided my garments among them and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene, Magdalene. when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scriptures, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished, and he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Since it was a day of preparation so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was a high day, Jesus asked Pilate that their legs might be broken. Excuse me, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. And when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and at once there came out blood and water. And he who saw it has borne witness. This testimony is true. And he knows that he is testifying the truth that you also may believe. Let's pray. Father, uh, this is your word. Uh, We've read it. We've listened to it. We've sung it. Today we consider the reality of Christ on the cross. What a sad and 
pathetic reality caused by, caused by our sin, our separation, our selfishness, our pride. But you gave your son. And so God, as we hear your word today, would we be stirred by it, challenged by it? If there's someone in the room who's never trusted Christ, would they hear the words of life today and live because Christ died for them? And Father, for the rest of us, as we come together as the church, we must never forget this day, the day that Christ took my place so that I could have life and have it eternal. So God, give us ears to hear your word and minds to understand it, God, and then a passionate heart, God, to live for you. We pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's the climax of a very sad and pathetic reality. In verse 14 of John chapter 19, it says this, that was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. This is Pilate. He said to the Jews, behold your king. Behold your king. Pilate could not possibly understand what he was talking about. He, he was really mocking, probably. And, and they're saying, he's not our king. And, but we understand it now. We understand who Jesus was. We understand what Jesus Christ did. But this is a sad day. It's a pathetic day in so many ways. What has led up to this day is sad and gruesome. And what happened on this day, it's a very sad thing. It's Good Friday. The betrayal in the garden by Judas is over. The cutting off of the high priest's servant's ear and the restoration of it by Jesus is done. Peter has denied Christ three times and is living with the defeat and the guilt of his failure. The mock trials, all of them in some way, not even legitimate in the way they were done, they are over. The scourging that ripped open the back of our Savior so that the the, uh, skin was laid bare is done. The spitting and the mocking And the crown on his thorns, the crown on his head, the crown of thorns. The crucifixion is underway. It's 12 o'clock as I speak. We're three hours into the process of Christ hanging on the cross. For three hours, the nails have penetrated through his hands and through his feet. For three hours in anguish, he has been trying to breathe and trying to, he's cried out a number of different things and every time he pushes down, he can get one more breath. For three hours, this goes on. And for three more hours, it would go on. And at about three in the afternoon, the Jewish leaders not wanting there to be anyone on the cross as they come up to their Sabbath, They ask that the legs can be broken of the people on the cross. When you broke their legs, they couldn't push up anymore. When you broke their legs, they couldn't get that breath. And and death would come more quickly. In some ways, it was a merciful thing that happened so that they would finally die. And they go and they break the legs of the first and they break the legs of the third. And in the middle is Jesus and he's already, he already died. 
In one final pathetic act in verses 32 and 33, it says, so the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. And when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. And then verse 34, but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and at once there came out blood and water. The piercing of the side of Jesus wasn't a little jab in the side to see if he would flinch or the pierce was designed to ensure that he was dead and so the this head of the spear would be put up between two of the ribs and then thrust into Jesus through a lung into his heart to ensure that he was dead Jesus didn't swoon Jesus didn't faint Jesus died for my sin The Romans are satisfied the Jews are thrilled Satan is beside himself thinking he has won. God has given up his only son. And Jesus has willingly paid the price for my sin. But why? But why? You know, if you've got kids in your house, especially little kids, you hear that word all the time. But why? But why? 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 Please stop saying, but why? But why is critical on Good Friday? Because if we get this wrong, we get it all wrong in the gospel. If we don't understand what was accomplished on this day, if we don't understand why Jesus came, if we don't understand why he allowed this to happen, why he willingly hung on a cross, and we get this wrong, we get it all wrong. So, but why? Well, the reason for the but why is because we were sinners and we were separated from God. Sin separated from God way back at the garden. And it was demonstrated through every generation since then that we are a sinful people. And we're separated from God and we can't fix the problem. The Bible says in Romans, some of my favorite verses, none is righteous, no, not one. Romans 3.10, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God has a standard and every one of us in this room fell short of that standard. And for the wages of our sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Lord. And so the Old Testament, they watched and they did all these sacrifices and they sacrificed the lamb. They brought the very best that they had. And all of that was a picture of what Jesus Christ was about to do. All of that was a picture leading to this day when Christ would hang on a cross in Hebrews 9, verse 22, it says, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. But why? Because we were sinners. And we were separated from God. Three things I want us to see real quickly this morning. Here's the first one. Uh, but why? Because it was the removing of the guilt. It was the removal of our guilt um, Jesus Christ was the one who satisfied the demands that God had. He was the appeasement towards God for what was expected, the standard of what had to happen. There's no way I could do with it. There's no way I could handle it. And Jesus Christ did it. He was the satisfaction of the wrath of God. And in doing so, he was the one who could remove the guilt of my sin in 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, it says, and this is love, and this is the love of God. It was manifested among us that God sent his only son into the world 
so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, because we didn't, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sin, to be the satisfaction for our sin. He was the one who satisfied the wrath of God. And my salvation is possible because of the finished work of Christ, because my guilt was taken care of by Jesus Christ. In Mark 10.10 it says, he came to give his life a ransom for many. To give his life a ransom for many. The word ransom means the price of a release. The price of a release. A payment had to be made so that, the, so that I could be released from my sin. And the only, only satisfactory payment came through the finished work of Jesus Christ. My guilt, my guilt, taken away because Jesus was my substitution. He was the one who paid my ransom so that I could have a release. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Jesus hanging on the cross dealt with the guilt. Jesus Christ hanging on the cross restored the relationship. The relationship that one, once man had with God was broken by our sinfulness and it needed to be restored. And the Lord Jesus Christ restored that relationship. Most famous verse in the Bible that everyone would know is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him won't perish but will have everlasting life. Uh, in uh, 1 John chapter 3, it says, Beloved, now are we sons of God. And, and that relationship was restored. I, I think of John 3, 16, and, and I think about it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. We loved that verse at Christmas. But today, think about that verse. God so loved the world that he gave his only son to hang on a cross so that my relationship with God could be restored. I could be adopted back as a son or you as a son or daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ, of God himself. The relationship is restored in Romans 5, 1, it says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God. There was no peace. There was only enmity. There was only separation. And now, because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, we can have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ on the cross, the removal of guilt, the restoring of relationship, and here it is for us, the opportunity for Repentance. The opportunity, the gift was given to us. Jesus Christ died so that we could have life and we could have it abundantly. I don't earn my salvation. I don't deserve my salvation. I can't work for my salvation because God's standard is no sin and I can't even get close to that. What has to happen has to be done by someone else. Someone else had to pay a price. Someone else had to be the right and righteous and only payment for my sin. We call it the great exchange. The great exchange, Jesus Christ in my place. So that I could have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The great exchange, a couple verses where we find that. 1 Peter 3.18. For Christ also suffered once for sin. The righteous, Jesus. For the unrighteous, me. The great exchange. 
that he might bring us to God, being put to death in flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Another great verse for that is in 2 Corinthians 5.21, for our sake he made him, for my sake he made Jesus to be sin who knew no sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Christ hung on a cross. The guilt is taken care of. The relationship can be restored. And it's restored by trusting in Jesus Christ alone for my salvation. And many in the room have done that. Many of you have come to the place where you've trusted Jesus Christ and you've put your faith in him. And hey, so what's Good Friday? Good Friday is never forget. That's what Good Friday is for you. Never forget. Never forget what Jesus did for you. And if you're here today and you've never trusted Jesus Christ, the opportunity for your guilt to be taken away, the opportunity to understand what God has done and what he offers to you, the opportunity to turn from what you're trusting in, I think I'm okay, I'm working hard at it, I think I'm gonna be okay before God. It doesn't deal with our sin. Jesus dealt with our sin by shedding his blood and dying for you on the cross. He was the sacrifice that God accepted. And you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Bible says you'll be saved. You'll be saved. Jesus Christ in my place. Well, so what? So what? Today's a sad day. I'm dressed in black so that I'll never forget that my sin separated me from God and Jesus Christ came and died for me. Today's a sad day. But I got a little secret for you. The weekend's coming. The weekend's coming. And our weekend services will look a lot different than this. But we must never forget this day. We must never forget what Christ has done. We must never forget what he accomplished. Follower of Jesus Christ, roll out of bed in the morning and remember what Christ did for you. And again, if you're here and you don't know the Lord, it's not about your actions. It's not about your works. It's not about what you did. It's all about what he did by faith alone in Christ, accept the finished work of Jesus Christ and today you will be saved. Let's pray. Father, this is your word that we have heard and seen and sung about today. We've focused on who Jesus Christ is, the awesome work that he did that I didn't earn, I didn't deserve. There was nothing in me. It was all in you. It was all in your son and Lord, we remember today that Jesus died. And God, I want to pray for the person who's in the room. Maybe they came with a friend. Maybe they've been coming before, but they've never put their faith in you. Today, they can be saved, Lord. You know it. God, show them. Bring them to that place of repentance, faith, trusting Jesus Christ alone for their salvation. 
not by our works, not by our deeds, not by what we do. We bring nothing. You brought it all for us. Would you bring them to the place of receiving, accepting the gift, God? And then, Lord, for me, for the others in this room who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, would you help us never, ever forget what was accomplished on this day for us? A gift from you that we didn't deserve. A love poured out for us that I can't even comprehend. But a work that was done so I could have life and have it abundantly. God, help me never, ever forget the work on the cross the work of my Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray these things in his name. Amen.